Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, we're following a number of developing stories. The tornado threat with nearly 30 million Americans at risk of severe storms tonight. Plus, Donald Trump's big signal about a 2024 run for the White House. Get ready. That's all I'm telling you. CBS's Robert Costa reports tonight on how soon the former president's announcement could come. Plus, just four days until the midterms, our team is on the campaign trail covering the issues that could decide this election. Severe weather across the country, a 100-car pileup and dangerous tornado threat. We have the forecast. Elon Musk fires thousands. CBS's Carter Evans reports on how employees found out they're out of a job. The daylight saving debate. Could changing the clocks soon be a thing of the past? And on the road. Nothing matters if the kids aren't grounded and good. CBS's Steve Hartman on the important lesson of kindness. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Friday night. Tonight we are tracking severe weather with millions in the path of dangerous storms. We're going to have more on that in just a moment. But first, with just four days until the midterms, we want to begin with a candidate who's not on the ballot but looming over Election Day. Tonight, Donald Trump is hinting he's ready to jump into the 2024 presidential race, teasing an announcement to supporters in Iowa. Advisors familiar with the former president's plans tell CBS News that Trump is considering making his widely rumored bid for the White House official in the coming weeks. Trump is hoping to get out in front of any GOP challengers for the party's nomination and to ride Republican victories in the midterms. As America decides, we have a team of correspondents across the country following all the critical races. And CBS's Robert Costa is going to start us off from outside Trump Tower in New York City. Good evening, Robert. 
Good evening, Nora. While most congressional Republicans tonight are focused on next week's midterms, former President Trump's shadow hovers over the final days. He is moving toward a possible 2024 presidential campaign, which could come sooner than later. Get ready. That's all I'm telling you. Very soon. New signs tonight that the former president, twice impeached and under investigation related to the Capitol attack, is preparing a political comeback. In order to make our country successful and safe and glorious, I will very, very, very probably do it again, okay? And behind the scenes, the discussions are more than just a wink. CBS News has learned that Trump has told aides and donors in recent days that he's considering a 2024 presidential bid and could announce in less than two weeks before Thanksgiving with the hope of capitalizing on expected GOP gains in the midterms. Trump confidant David Bossie. I think the president uh, has made up his mind that he is going to run in 2024. By jumping in early, Trump might hope to box out potential primary challengers, including his former vice president, recently asked whether he'd support Trump. Well, there might be somebody else I'd prefer more. <laughs> also on the list, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a party star and fundraising heavyweight, and former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who told CBS News a Trump run wouldn't stop him. Would you stay out of the race? Not because of that. If President Trump uh, gets in this race, uh, it is going to be very difficult uh, for anyone to uh, mount a challenge. Trump allies say some in his inner circle believe a third run for the White House could shield him from multiple ongoing probes, including his efforts to overturn the 2020 election, handling of records more classified, and the Capitol attack. I will do whatever it takes to ensure Donald Trump is never again anywhere near the Oval Office. Veteran Democrats tell CBS News tonight that if Trump jumps in this month, it could prompt President Biden to make his announcement about 2024 in the coming weeks, setting up a potential rematch of the 2020 election. Nora. Wow, we're not even through the midterms. We're already talking about the next race. Robert Costa, thank you. <laughs> And while Trump may be getting ready to make his run, midterm candidates are in the final stretch with control of the House and the Senate on the line. CBS's Nicole Killian is in the battleground state of Georgia, where they are seeing the heaviest day of early voting yet. Candidates in key battlegrounds across the country are making their closing arguments. This is the most important election we ever had in our lifetime is right now today. In Georgia, Republican Senate nominee Herschel Walker is locked in a dead heat with Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock. Nothing against Herschel Walker, but I am a Warnock girl, right? Because I really believe that he exercised the most incivility and I believe he's capable. Maya Taylor cast her ballot on the last day of early voting in the Peach State, which has shattered records with nearly two and a half million people voting. It's a jump ball, uh, for sure. It the is. competition is also uh, on in but, Pennsylvania, but, where Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman got a major boost from Oprah. I will tell you all this, if I lived in Pennsylvania, I would have already cast my vote for John Fetterman. The talk show queen endorsed the Democratic Senate candidate over Dr. Menmin Oz, who got his start on her show. She's an icon. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. 
Out west, Democrats vying for the Senate and governor's mansion are fighting off challenges from election deniers, including rising MAGA star Carrie Lake, who was called out by former President Barack Obama this week. And if you've got election deniers serving as your governor, as your senator, as your secretary of state, as your attorney general, then democracy as we know it may not survive in Arizona. CBS's Chris Van Cleve asked Lake about it today in Arizona. That is quite a statement that you are a threat to democracy. We have the right to question our government and our elections. It's called the First Amendment, and I intend to continue to use that right. As Election Day approaches, some are casting doubt on the outcome, like Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson, who wouldn't commit to accepting the election results before next Tuesday. I sure hope I can, but I can't predict what the Democrats might have planned. Back here in Georgia, election officials say they're seeing their heaviest turnout yet as early voting wraps up tonight. Meantime, in a potentially troubling sign for Democrats, President Biden just announced new stops in deep blue states like New York, where congressional and gubernatorial races have tightened. Nora? That's a good point, Nicole Killian. Thank you so much. And we're going to have full coverage of the 2022 midterm elections Tuesday night starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We hope you'll join us here at CBS News. From the political storms to tonight's severe weather threats, in Denver, the first measurable snowfall of the season is being blamed for a 100-car pileup during the morning commute. Fortunately, we're told there were no serious injuries. Elsewhere, a major cold front is moving through the central plains with strong thunderstorms, damaging winds, and possible tornadoes, including this one, look, that just touched down in Paris, Texas. This is a look at some of the damage in Lamar County. Let's bring in Dr. Rick Nabb from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Dr. Nabb. Nora, it's a very dangerous night, and it's going to be a long night of severe weather with tornadoes, damaging winds, large hail, and flash flooding. All possibilities, not just northeast Texas and southeast Oklahoma, but getting into portions of Louisiana and Arkansas, Missouri, even into Mississippi. We've got to be taking shelter in our lowest level, most interior room within these tornado watch zones. Additional watches will probably be issued east of there as this entire area of supercells where we've already had tornado warnings today, already observed tornadoes, grows into a very large and long squall line that will cross from Texas into Louisiana and Arkansas overnight into the early morning hours tomorrow morning, Nora. It's going to be a very, very dangerous night and early Saturday morning. Yeah, good to have you, Dr. Nab. Thank you. Well, turning to the economy, employers added a better than expected 261,000 jobs in October as the unemployment rate ticked up to 3.7 percent. Despite near record high inflation, the final report before the midterms shows the job market remains strong. Well, the same cannot be said at Twitter's headquarters in San Francisco, though. The company's blue check marks were replaced with pink slips today as widespread layoffs got underway. Thousands of employees found out via email that they were let go just one week after Elon Musk took control of the social media giant. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. A Twitter tweet storm as employees learned they were fired over email. In an effort to place Twitter on a healthy path, we will go through the difficult process of reducing our global workforce, the company told them. This worker confirmed the official and very dehumanizing layoff email has been received. Rachel Bond posted a picture she took at work with her nine-month-old son. She's also eight months pregnant. 
CEO Elon Musk has not talked about the firings, but he did tweet about the company's financial problems. Twitter has had a massive drop in revenue due to activist groups pressuring advertisers, even though nothing has changed with content moderation. He also spoke about it at a conference in New York today. A number of major advertisers have stopped spending on Twitter. This doesn't seem right. Meantime, the list of companies reportedly suspending business with Twitter is still growing. If you have a beautiful new car that you want to sell uh, with social media advertising, you're not going to want that to appear right next to like a hate tweet. Montclair State University professor Bon Benton authored a study showing that immediately after Musk took over, hate-filled tweets increased substantially. And there's concern of what could happen after all the job cuts. Could that impact their ability to moderate this hate speech on the platform? If they are removing people whose primary job is uh, the, the control of content, we may be seeing even more of this. From Twitter headquarters last week, Musk tweeted, let that sink in. But with analysts suggesting he paid almost twice what Twitter is worth, some now wonder if he's the captain of a sinking ship. The easy part was buying Twitter. The Herculean part's going to be turning around. And some employees are already suing Twitter, saying the layoffs violate state and federal law requiring 60 days notice. And with all of this controversy, the question now is, can Musk turn Twitter around without impacting SpaceX and Tesla, the two companies that made him the richest man in the world? Nora? Wow, that really is the question. Carter Evans, thank you so much. Turning overseas to the escalating tensions on the Korean Peninsula. South Korea scrambled 80 warplanes today, including stealth fighters in response to North Korea, making about 180 military flights near the country's shared border. The North all week has been firing missiles into the sea, including an intercontinental ballistic missile, while U.S. forces have been conducting military drills with South Korea. The U.S. today pledged an additional $400 million in aid to help Ukraine buy more weapons and vehicles to fight off the Russian invasion. In southern Ukraine, civilians have been ordered out of the Russian-occupied city of Kherson as a major battle looms. Tonight, CBS's Holly Williams has the harrowing story of a Ukrainian soldier she previously met who survived months on the front lines. We first met Private Andriy Rogalski in March. He just signed up and was heading to the front line to fight Russia's invading army. It's pure evil, what they, they, they did. Pure evil. Exactly, pure evil. How are you? Fast forward seven months and Private Rogalski is now a hardened soldier. He took a shrapnel wound in his leg in May and recovered. I saw that de- de- uh, death. I saw combat, I saw sadness and I saw joy. He took us to the small town of Visakopilia, occupied by Russians for nearly six months, which he battled to liberate. <laughs> Nadia Subsai told us the Russian soldiers shot up her car for fun and looted whatever they wanted. She took shelter in this basement when there was heavy fighting, she says, along with seven other families, some with children. Children were shaking. Many Ukrainians say the behaviour of Russian troops has only hardened their resolve to fight them off. I want to bow to Ukrainian soldiers, Nadia told us. I'm proud to see them. I want to free people. It's not right. They came and take what not belongs to them. Holly Williams, CBS News, Visakopilia, Ukraine. 
Well, it's that time of the year again when most of the United States will enjoy an extra hour of sleep. This Sunday, clocks will fall back, but there's growing momentum to make this yearly tradition a thing of the past. Here's CBS's Errol Barnett. Parents already struggle with getting their kids ready for school each morning. For one thing, everybody's confused. Do you go forward or do you go backwards? Which is why Brandy Alexander is among the nearly 8 out of 10 Americans who want to stop changing their clocks twice a year. It's a concern with her crossing the street. Um, cars can't see her and the other children crossing the street. Every March, we spring forward to daylight saving time and each November fall back to standard time. Research shows changing the clocks impacts productivity, our mental and physical health. This just passed. Earlier this year, the U.S. Senate passed the Sunshine Protection Act, aiming to make daylight saving time permanent. This is what sunrise looks like here in Detroit and across Michigan. You can see the sun just peeking up and of course light in the sky. But if daylight saving time becomes permanent, the sun wouldn't rise until after 9 a.m. come January. Meaning folks will be getting to work and shuttling their kids to school in the dark. It really messes with our internal systems and keeps Jane Terry is with the National Safety Council, which supports ending the time changing ritual, but sticking to standard time. Our body rhythm is aligned with the sun, and that is standard time, what we're going to go back to this weekend. Now consider this, Michigan, where I am now, along with just about every other state, have proposed or passed legislation to do away with this regular time rotating ritual. But for now, most states will have to keep changing their clocks, Nora, until Congress changes its mind. Quite a story, Earl Barnett, thank you. Nancy Pelosi speaks out for the first time since the attack on her husband. We'll hear from the Speaker of the House when we return. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Now to some breaking news from California. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is speaking out for the first time since her husband was brutally attacked. She said it's going to be a long haul and, quote, we have to be optimistic. Thank you, thank you for your kind words, your prayers, 
uh, and your good wishes for Paul. The suspect, 42-year-old David DePap, is being held on multiple charges, including attempted murder. And we will be right back. In this week's On the Road, CBS's Steve Hartman finds that some of life's greatest lessons just can't be taught from a textbook. This week, I made a surprise visit to the Alhambra Traditional School in Phoenix. And although I anticipated a warm welcome, I was completely unprepared. Hello, class. For this. I mean, good gosh. It's not like I'm the rock. I'm a lump. But our connection clearly runs deep. Thanks to Mr. Derek Brown, who for more than a decade has been showing his fifth graders one of my stories every day. How do you justify it? If nothing else matters, math, English, reading, writing, nothing matters if the kids aren't grounded and good. And to that end, I knew I was gonna get a hug. He says the Americans we meet on the road teach character better than he ever could. It's just to make you like a better person. And how's it working? It was working good. It made me more nicer to my little brother. It made you nicer yeah. to your little brother. Yeah, I mean, I was I consider nice. my career a success. Yeah, <laughs> it is a success. And this isn't just happening in Phoenix. We have learned of other teachers across the country bringing on the road into the classroom. And the schools you see here are just the schools we know about. We estimate there are thousands of others. Which is why, to bring them all together, to share lesson plans and strategies, we have started a Facebook group called Kindness 101 for Teachers. If you know a teacher who might be interested, Mr. Brown says, please tell them about it. They have to let their kids see this. Kids have to connect to these. My stomach hurts, Mr. Brown. No, it doesn't. You're feeling. Lights, please. And when that happens, he says the possibility opens wide for kids to go from watching goodness to emulating it. I'd like to see him act it out so then maybe one of my kids could be the topic of one of your stories. That would be the ultimate. For both of us. Steve Hartman on the road in Phoenix. Teaching character, nothing more important. We'll be right back with America's return to the moon, moving one small step closer. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 
Finally tonight, NASA's 322-foot Artemis I space rocket is now in position at the Kennedy Space Center ahead of its next launch attempt on November 14th. The much-delayed mission will send an unmanned capsule around the moon and back, the first step in NASA's plan to send Americans back to the moon's surface in 2025. And a reminder that CBS News will launch our full coverage of the 2022 midterm elections on Tuesday night starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and we hope you'll join us. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night and have a great weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Spoiler alert, it's neither. At Happy Egg, we believe happiness of the hens is what actually came first, because without happy hens, there would be no such thing as happy eggs. You know, eggs with delicious orange yolks. Those come from hens who are raised the happy way on eight-plus acres of family-owned farms. Choose happy at happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy. Egg.